Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Hello, good afternoon. This is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm asked very often to give some information about nutritional supplements, which ones are good to take, which ones aren't, and what the benefits or dangers are. So we are talking today uh, in a series of structured shows going deeper into health topics about supplements and for bone health. And I'm happy to have my fellow health coach, Jennifer Gauguin, with me to have a chat. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. It's always fun. Yeah, it's always fun learn pleasure. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's funny. You just mentioned the uh, the dangers or risks um, when taking supplements. Um, I just heard in the news there not that long ago that um, taking vitamin D and calcium supplements don't reduce um, risk fractures and could also lead to kidney stones. Yeah, that went through the news. There's studies out that people who take calcium and vitamin D supplements by themselves okay. do not have a smaller risk for fractures. It means they break the bones just as easy when they get older. Okay. And my opinion on that is that it is, again, a function of the orchestra that I always say. Supplements right. and nutrition have to be an orchestra. You have to have all players present. And I think just trying to fix the bones with calcium and vitamin mm -hmm. D has the same effect as having the first violinist and the drummer try to bring you a nice symphony. Okay, so there's other pieces missing. There's other pieces right. missing. And yes, if I believe that if you just take calcium vitamin D mm -hmm. and it gets absorbed, your calcium gets high, what does the blood do with too much calcium? It puts it in the arteries, it puts it in the kidneys. Okay. And the reason for that is that most of us are deficient in what else we need for bone okay. health. Okay. And many people do not know that for our bones, it's not only calcium that we need. Calcium mm -hmm. is, yes, it's, it's built, it's, big, it's part of right. the cement. Mm -hmm. But we also need uh, other parts of the cement, which is magnesium. Calcium mm -hmm. always has to be balanced with magnesium. Okay. And to prevent calcium to be deposited in the tissues like kidney stones right. or in the arteries like arterial calcifications, you need vitamin K2. And okay. Now, what's the difference between vitamin K1 and K2? Yeah, that's a very interesting question. And vitamin K1 
is a vitamin that we need for blood clotting. Okay. And it is very important and it is on our liver and we can get it from green vegetables. Right. And most people are not deficient in K1 and their blood is clotting fine okay. unless they take a medication like Varfarin, which okay. is a K1 antagonist. Right. But there's another vitamin of the K class, and all K vitamins are fat-soluble. That's important, too. So that's why when you eat a vitamin K2 supplement, Mm -hmm. you have to have some fat with it to actually get it. Same for all fat-solubles like A, D, E, K. Mm -hmm. Always eat a little bit of fat with it. Good fat, of course. Okay, of course. So K2 (laughs) is also called... uh, Menaquinone, it's MK4 and MK7. People might have heard that. And the reason you need it is because that is the vitamin that we need to transport the calcium from the blood, the blood vessels, the tissues, and deposit it into the bones Mm -hmm. and the teeth where it belongs. Right. And I think that may be part of the problem nowadays with all the calcifications Mm -hmm. that we just are deficient in K2. Okay. And K2 can be found in a colorful diet, rich in green leafy greens. Right. But you need some meat. Meat is high in it, especially Mm -hmm. organ meats. Now, we hardly ever eat organ meats anymore. Right. Exactly. And many people need it as a supplement. Okay. And there are also different supplements, different dosages. Right. So just to fill up on K2, you have to take 150, 200 milligrams of the MK7 form a day. Okay, yeah. And, of course, a varied diet is the best. And I always recommend when you try to get the symphony, mm-hmm. Get a dirigent for the orchestra. Get somebody that knows what's all out there, like us, to make a supplement plan. Or your pharmacist. Some pharmacists are Mm -hmm. very knowledgeable. There's other health providers that may be very knowledgeable. And it's always right to ask your doctor. Right. It's it's very overwhelming it is um to say the least with you know when you talk about um supplements in general Mm. you know we've we've gone through vitamin c vitamin b uh, i mean that's just two there's there's a ton there's a ton and your bones need calcium magnesium the vitamin Mm -hmm. d of course for calcium absorption but they also need iron boron other trace minerals collagen and for collagen you need vitamin c or your body can't form collagen okay so if somebody eats no fruits or vegetables Mm -hmm. some older people do and you're vitamin c deficient Mm -hmm. your bones get weak just from that so just taking let's say collagen alone wouldn't help because there's not enough vitamin C. Well, well, the collagen, the body produces it itself from right. protein. So if you eat collagen mm-hmm. as, a, as a food, okay, it gets broken down in the amino acids. And so, the body uh, <laughs> has the amino acid, but you can as well and cheaper get it from real food. <laughs> so where would, you, like, where would you find collagen in food? Collagen is an essential part of all blood vessels, okay. bones. But so if you eat meat, mm-hmm. anything from okay. animal sources, collagen is structure. So skin, 
everything that has blood vessels in it. And gotcha. meat always has blood vessels in it. So or it wouldn't be meat because it's muscle and muscle right. needs blood. Okay. So you don't need the blood, just the vessels, and you don't need the big ones that right. you see. Many people pick them out. There's lots of little ones in it and collagen between the tissues. Okay. If you eat meat, animal products in any way, mm-hmm. there's collagens in them, if anything structure. Okay. Bone okay. broth. Right. Excellent source for collagen. Okay. And gelatin. Right. But make sure it's grass-fed bones or That's pasta right. chicken. Exactly. And again, for, for anybody who's vegetarian or vegan... And uh, don't eat any meats or meat products. Um, collagen can be found um, often, like in a powdered form. You can buy it. That's it's grass fed. Um, and and even even people don't actually need to eat collagen because okay. the body, when it has enough of the amino acid, and you can get them from plant sources like beans and seeds, and from uh, from. Uh, Nuts. Okay. They all have protein in them, so that's okay. And uh, even soy, if it's non-GMO, right, of course. Right, exactly. And if you have enough cofactors like vitamin C, mm-hmm. you will be able to produce your own collagen. Okay. And, of course, it doesn't make much sense to put collagen in a cream on your skin because it doesn't get in the skin. That's right. It just stays on it. So Another marketing scam. Marketing scams <laughs> all around. <laughs> Can't get rid of them. So besides that, and we'll have a whole show about magnesium because it's so important. That's right. But it is very important to eat a very colorful diet rich in minerals, vitamins, and the phytochemicals. That's right. Because if you just eat minerals and vitamins by themselves, mm-hmm. but you don't have the little unpronounceable uh, words that come only from plants, you're still missing out on important factors that our body need. And we are mm-hmm. far from knowing all about it. That's the problem. We, have, we don't know much about that. The vitamins really weren't discovered chemically until the 1930s. Yeah, that's right. So it's still relatively yeah. new. Yeah. And I think they greatly, with the marketing all over the place, they just make the people feel insecure and overwhelmed. And then they buy this one on sale and try it and it doesn't do anything. And then they buy this one and take it for a while. Mm -hmm. Doesn't do anything. Of course not. No, exactly. If you want to listen to a symphony, you don't ask just one musician. That's right. (laughs) That's a good analogy. Um, Something that you typically see a lot of are um, different amounts for different uh, age groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times you see um, like a thousand uh, micrograms. I mean, do you... Uh, um, milligrams. Milligrams, sorry. Um, do you agree with that? Do you think people, that's enough for the average person or... I really think every person has to consider their needs okay. from the diet they eat. Mm-hmm. Number one, how much are they really getting with their diet? How much are they absorbing? What medications okay. are they taking? That's because true. many medications are drug muggers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And a third point is uh, what really do they need and what supplement is it? Okay. Calcium has to be balanced with magnesium right. or it will hurt you. So if you eat a very diet you may still need magnesium. We'll talk about that in the next mm-hmm. show. But okay. you may also 
need magnesium anyway and you need maybe you need a thousand milligrams of calcium as a supplement right and there's different forms we talk about the forms a little bit in the next and in the next mm -hmm. half and it's important it's, it's so important to take calcium and magnesium and sometimes one to one okay to get your magnesium level up right and 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 It's 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 really fascinating how much our media sometimes make meaning well, but they still distort the reality That's sometimes right. mm -hmm. because just they want the publicity to get out and people like to listen to horror stories. But exactly. Sometimes you see a good news story, but there is good news stories, but they are not that often on the news. No, no, it's the bad things, not mm. the good. So let's talk more about the good things in the next half of, of today's broadcast here on 97.5 CIO EFM Community Radio. Please tune in after the commercial show for more about supplements and bone health. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIO EFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today my fellow health coach, Jennifer Gugin, and I are talking about supplements and bone health. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Jennifer, for being here again today. Yeah, I love coming in. It's <laughs> oh, always fun. It's always fun, <laughs> and I hope we give some value to our listeners. That's I hope what so. we're all about, answering questions that we get asked over and over. And exactly, exactly. Um, so... A little more about um, vitamin K. I actually have some questions myself. Um, vitamin K is not something you hear much about. Like everybody knows about you know, vitamin D, vitamin C, B, but vitamin K is not something that you you don't hear a lot. No, so you much. don't hear a lot, of, and and I really don't know why, because it is one of the vitamins that that, that are have been discovered relatively recently. Okay. And many people will know and doctors know that mm -hmm. vitamin K1 is needed for blood clotting. Okay. And when you give medications like warfarin that inhibits vitamin K production in right. the body and the blood doesn't clot. That's okay. the principle. Okay. But what you need also is vitamin K2. I'm not quite sure why it's called a K vitamin 2. Okay. Maybe because it's fat soluble, but it is essential not just for bone strength, but for arteries and blood vessels. Okay. Because that is the vitamin really that takes the calcium, as we mentioned, out of the blood vessels, the tissues, okay. the kidney stones, mm -hmm. and puts it into the bones and the teeth where we need it. All right. So without K2, You get calcifications all over. You get kidney stones. Okay. You get even weak bones. Even if you eat calcium and, B and vitamin D, okay. the, the calcium get, gets in your body, but it can't go 
where it should be. And we all know, for example, insulin puts the glucose in the cells. Mm -hmm. And vitamin K2 is like the insulin for calcium. Okay. So we do need it. So for those of us that... Um, you know, it, that ha- vitamin K hasn't been on our radar. Mm. We're not, um, you know, like vitamin C, making sure um, we get enough on a daily basis, for example. So how are we getting vitamin K? That's quite interesting right because vitamin K is mostly in raw dairy products, okay. which in Canada are not legal. Right. In certain cheeses, some cheeses are actually from raw goats or sheep milk and from fermented vegetables like sauerkraut, kimchi. Kimchi, okay. But you can actually buy cultures that have bacteria in them that are uh, higher in production of vitamin K2 than other bacteria. Not all fermented foods contain measurable quantities of K2. All right. For example, in yogurt, you don't get your K2. It has to be fermented vegetables that are not pasteurized. Okay, so fermented is, um, you know, a, a new, I don't want to say buzzword, but it's something that's popping up everywhere, social media, you see a lot of... Um, um, talk about mm-hmm. fermented foods. Uh, kombucha is one thing that's really, um, y- you know, you go to a local farmer's market, you'll come across three or four different people selling, um, like brewing kombucha. Mm. So would that count? Uh, there's actually no evidence that kombucha contains K2. Okay. But kombucha is beneficial to you in other ways. For one, For sure. maybe if you use it instead of soda pop, it mm-hmm. is good. Right. And if it's not too sweet, there's not too much sugar in right. it. Right. And if it's produced right, it has beneficial microorganisms mm-hmm. that are good for your gut. Right, exactly. And mostly it's tasty. Some contain alcohol, so be careful driving. <laughs> oh, there's lots of different uh, different kinds out there, and there's some really good uh, And it's local interesting ones. also that years ago, we, the only way we could conserve vegetables mm-hmm. and fruit is by fermentation, lacto-fermentation it's called. Right. And many people don't know nowadays that sauerkraut is really a typically fermented vegetable. Right, exactly. All you have to do to get sauerkraut is put your green cabbage in a little bit of salt water and wait. Okay. And it turns... And it makes itself. And it makes itself. (laughs) You just have to wait long enough and... Ideally, you can speed that up if you add the right bacteria, but there is bacteria naturally on non-treated organic cabbage. Okay. The other cabbage will probably go bad. Right. (laughs) Right. For sure. (laughs) It's It's quite interesting. And years ago, that was the only method they could use to keep the vegetables over the winter. Okay. And as a side effect, it gave them... A probiotic, mm-hmm. which raw sauerkraut is still a probiotic, right. it's good for your gut, and it gave them the vitamin K they needed. Then we replaced it okay. with heat treating, like canned and right. pickled, right. which is conservation with a different acid, because fermentation makes it high in lactic acid. Okay. When we pickle, we add acetic acid, vinegar, which kills bacteria. It right. lasts longer, right. but it's not anymore any live bacteria and no vitamin k okay interesting 
So for those of us that, um, you know, are not eating fermented foods or haven't, you know, maybe it's something new and we weren't eating it in the past, um, would we have been getting enough vitamin K2? Very likely not. Okay. And it's interesting because vitamin K2 deficiency is mm -hmm. also associated with insulin resistance, diabetes, okay. autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis, and it may increase your risk of certain types of cancer. Okay. So I wonder if the increase in those mm -hmm. diseases that they call degenerative, right. which we certainly don't agree with right. because you don't have to degenerate when you get older. No, of course not. But I think some of it is that we lack nutrients, generally mm -hmm. speaking. I don't think it's just K2, but our diet, the classical Sad, Sad. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Standard American diet. Right. Which applies to us here in Canada as well, too. It's uh, Our diet is, is pretty similar, but it's the, the processed, and, and we're back to our, our favorite uh, nutrient-dense uh, um, soil and glyphosate roundup and all that. Um, funny story, I was actually... Um, I think it was about a year or two ago, mm -hmm. I was just at Canadian Tire, and uh, I saw right on the shelf in the, um, like with the uh, lawn fertilizers, and and it was a spray bottle, and it had, it said Roundup. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it, because I didn't think that you could just walk into a store and just buy it off the shelf. I oh. thought, that's that's got to be banned by now. But I know it's banned on your lawn in, in Halifax. Okay. But they spray it all over the fields on on, on crops all over Canada, all over Nova Scotia, and it's ridiculous. That's crazy. And it's interesting, too, because glyphosate has never been licensed as a weed killer. Hmm. It has been licensed as an antibiotic, an antifungal, and an antimicrobial agent. Okay. So really, it kills our gut flora. Right, exactly. It kills the flora in the soil. And we had Michelle Palmer on the mm -hmm. show, and he knows all about it. And right. Oh, my God, it is... It is terrible what we are doing to us and the environment mm -hmm. by spraying that and other toxins on our food. That's right. And people don't realize, I mean, unless you're kind of, um, you know, on, on top of it and kind of look into these topics, like the average person would just go to the grocery store, yeah. buy, you know, whatever, fruits and vegetables. And What's on sale, yeah. Exactly. Because, I mean, we all know the organic is mm -hmm. pretty pricey. Oh, yes, it is. So, It's a shame. It should be supported by the government, I feel. It but should be. But that's a political question. <laughs> we don't go into no, that. No, exactly. Exactly. Maybe we should more, but uh, I hope sometime they get uh, into that uh, and uh, fix it a little bit. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, just back to the uh, vitamin K2 foods again. Um, so... Tempeh and um, natto, are mm -hmm. they also, would that, that would be good sources? Um, yes, oh, and that is a good source because uh, uh, it's fermented soy and okay. it's, natto actually contains a high amount of K2. Okay. And it also contains an enzyme called natto kinase that you actually can buy as a supplement okay. that uh, uh, prevents the blood clotting somehow, some, somewhat, and prevents the formation of heart attacks and helps with the uh, uh, removal from mm -hmm. uh, cl uh, clots and, and uh, calcium deposits from the arteries. 
So maybe that's something for, for people that uh, aren't as familiar with these foods um, to contact us mm-hmm. for some recipes. Sure. sure. We'll be happy to mm. provide anything we can help with. For sure. Yeah, super. That's what we do. We have people. That's why exactly. we're here. That's why we're here and <laughs> try to make it uh, a little bit easier. Mm. So, Yeah. And that's a nice end to today's show. And thank you very much, Jennifer, for chatting about mm. supplements and bone health. Thanks. And as we said, it's not just calcium, vitamin D. You mm. need other supplements also. Eat your leafy greens. Can't yes, go wrong. eat your leafy greens. Mm-hmm. Eat a varied and colorful diet. Don't That's just right. eat the greens. Put some red, yellow, green peppers in it, whatever you feel like. Put it in. Mm-hmm. And if you can at all afford it, buy organic. For sure. Yeah. And... Please don't hesitate to contact us with any questions, thoughts, comments, or suggestions. Jennifer, as you said, we are happy to answer any questions. That's right. My email here is christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, at communityradio.ca, or contact me through our website, docchristine.com. And I'm always grateful for feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Jim Wambold. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> you might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run non-profit radio station. And we even have an art gallery. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a nice day.